0: It was the heat of the moment. Oh, this thing on again. Hi, everybody. Jamie Rodriguez here, your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Welcome to fall. Au revoir, summer of 2022. Thank you for cooking us in Tennessee. But thank you for all the great musical memories. For those of us that were out on the road, summer festival season was a fantastic success. I hope you guys enjoyed some of it. But yeah, thrilled to have you here on this new episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. How is everybody doing, huh? Thank you for listening, guys. Really thrilled with today's guest, guys. Really thrilled. I mean, European artist, European singer, songwriter, critically acclaimed, very renowned, and author of one of 2022's better albums called Hands. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome to the show Wallace Bird, Irish musician, lives in Berlin, She's lived in Berlin for 10 years. Uh, she's released uh, six or seven albums. Her latest one, like I said, Hands, is quite frankly a masterpiece. And uh, yeah, she's critically renowned. She's, uh, she, um, she started uh, playing music when she was six months old. She received her guitar from her father. And uh, when she was a young girl, uh, she lost all five fingers on her hand. In a lawnmower accident, uh, four of them were sewn back on. She re- learned how to grab stuff again, how to hold things again. She did lose one uh, for good, but uh, but she has not let this stop her. In fact, she's le- she's made this like one playing incredibly unique guitar style, which is um, which is fantastic. By the way, she is absolutely fantastic in every way. We're thrilled to have Wallace on. Uh, Hands, like I said, was released in late May. May 27th, I believe, this year. And uh, yeah, I mean, she's done an incredible covers as well. She she covered the patches mode, uh, Just Can't Get Enough, um, which was, um, this was like in 2008. It skyrocketed up the charts. Uh, she's been on television. And we are just really, really thrilled to have Wallace for a really fascinating and in de- in-depth conversation here. We talk a lot about health, a lot about uh, significance. So buckle up, guys, for this wonderful chat with Wallace. We hope you guys enjoy it. If you're new to the show, welcome, welcome. Please subscribe. Give us a review. Takes 30 seconds. Means the world to us. But let's get straight to it. Wallace Bird on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thanks, guys. Wallace Bird, look at you.
1: Look at you. You've got all of the Irish
0: behind you. Look at that beautiful, colorful compound behind you.
1: Yeah, you too. You too. You got a nice, uh, like a lovely set up there. Look, <laughs> you I love guys. it.
0: Where, where are you coming to us from, Wallace?
1: I'm in uh, Berlin at the moment.
0: Lovely, lovely, yeah. beautiful city. What a, what a city, Berlin. So yeah. happy you're there. Where are you? Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee.
1: Nice. Wow. Oh,
0: Wallace. But by the way, you look great. And, you know, I got to tell you, we've been obsessed with your new album, Hands, since it came out late May so darn great Wallace but <laughs> but by the way you know we've been looking at some footage some videos and like what is you look great what is your workout obviously like my video audience can see you we got to get into like you know Wallace type like type shape you know like are you running like do you, are you a vegan like w- what, what do you do Wallace?
1: Um, I used to uh, live a very kind of energetic but rather unhealthy lifestyle um, mm-hmm. I really I mean I'm I take very good care of um my physical health when I'm going on tour and I take care of my vocal health very much so um like I will sing I'll start singing if I haven't sang until two weeks and I'm about to go on tour I'll kind of start uh two weeks beforehand uh before I'm doing something like a show or something I'll, I'll begin to warm up my voice um I go to the gym and I do cardio yeah. Um, to build up my lung capacity and my and my and control my heart rate. Um, I have a lot of energy generally, actually. <laughs> um, so I try and maintain a decent, uh, well, I suppose cardiovascular uh, capacity, really, mm-hmm. uh, lung capacity. Um, but aside from that, like I, I gave up drinking because that was. Uh, just terrible for my health and my right. mental health but i still smoke
0: um
1: oh i quite um i smoke a good yeah, bit yeah. um but actually the way i approach my health is that um my my career has to live my lifestyle so um i really like not exercising and i love being lazy and uh, <laughs> I love not, um, I love not uh, spending months and months working on, uh, you know, trying to craft my, uh, my art or, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time lazing, let's say, so that my, because my, my touring can be uh, grueling and um, when I'm in studio time or I'm writing, uh it's, it's very you go very deep almost to the point of punishment but uh so i i really have to take olympic rests let's say yeah yeah
0: it's so interesting you say that because you know i was just reading the other day something about harry styles and he's very um Uh, He he needs his 10 hours of sleep is what he said, you know, 10 hours. Yeah. While touring. And I thought, you know, you have this, you have, you would have some perspective on Ah, this. You're going to start touring heavily, festivals Mm -hmm. and all across Europe, then into the US in 2019. And, you know, I I was thinking about those legendary parties like Led Zeppelin and The Who. Can you imagine like how a lead singer could get through a tour doing all this crap? It's not possible, right? I mean, it's like, it's like, like, like it's unbelievable, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I've seen it and I've, uh, you know, not to the extent of, of Led Zeppelin, but, um, it's possible. It is possible, but, um, your relationship with your team or your bandmates and yourself might, might be pretty shit actually. Um, if you're not sleeping correctly, uh, it's, it's very unrockable to talk about health while going on a rock and roll tour. <laughs> I but, know. Yeah. The fact of the matter is like, if you can, if you can't get up on stage, If you're dying with a hangover, you're allowed to do whatever you want to do as long as you can perform the show. Um, For example, like there was this band, the Libertines, who uh, became famous because, uh, unfortunately, they were addicted to heroin. I think they're kind of cleaned up now. But um, in their youth, they were all heavily addicted to all sorts of substances. And that was kind of their cliche thing. And it was kind of cool if they canceled concerts. But on the other hand, there's, you know, there's a, a disrespect there because they didn't care enough about themselves to be able to perform on that evening or or during that tour. They'd have to cancel on, you know, scores of people as well working in the industry, trying to make them work. And in the end, their hype was the fact that they were so out of their heads that they couldn't do something And that's one way of looking at it. But the other side of it is, is that um, if you actually just are a rock and roll person and you still want to be a functioning musician, then you have to practice. You have to be able to successfully get up on stage, regardless of how high or how hungover you are. Right. There is place for everybody in this world, I think, but it takes practice. And if you're going to live out this lifestyle, then you have you also have to practice being nice to your crew and being able to perform on the day
0: absolutely yes. absolutely wonderful.
1: it's it's everybody's allowed to be themselves and and live out the fantasy of life that they want but um <laughs> Yeah, in the end, you can't be a dick, and you have to be able to pull off your performance because people are paying hard-earned money for that. You know,
0: absolutely, absolutely. But it's also like your work ethic. Well, it's like your work ethic is is you know, not a lot of artists have it. You know, I've been around this for many years, and you know, I gotta tell you, I mean, you have like six or seven albums since two thousand seven. I mean, you know, you're one of at this point, you're not one of Ireland's best talents. Like, you're pretty much your name is like you know, bubbling around the world, and it's resonating. And like, what do you think he's? this work ethic like i'm serious because so many artists fuck it up you know what is it like you say to yourself like i owe it to a fan who maybe has never seen me never seen my show i so like i can't go out and just fuck it up like where does this drive come from see like an irish thing what is it
1: hmm, that's a lovely question um while i was thinking about it i think it comes possibly three things come into my mind so one of them is uh me personally who i am so i seem to have a lot of energy i seem to have a lot of positivity in terms of being able to connect with um harder times in life and find some uh some learning curve or some positivity from that like i find that even the worst situations there is something to learn there so that's my pr- personal yeah. personal modus operandi i guess mm. and that really helps um That really helps me to overcome adversity or to be able to uh, enjoy challenge, I would say.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, here cool. close to Nashville was Bonnaroo Music Festival. We, were, we, we did some coverage there and we did some interviews and I was talking to an artist about it and, you know, about the, um, like, like a hole that some lead singers have. And I can kind of relate because, you know, I treated my radio career like this, well, it's like the day that I knew I had a radio show early in the morning, it, you know, I, I wouldn't be bullshitting around. I would get my sleep, I would do all that. And it's because I kind of, at the beginning, I had this unbelievably desire to have an audience love me we right. were talking about this w- with a few with a few singers this this weekend uh, many musicians say that about themselves uh mm-hmm. what what is your take Wallace because there is a, there is something sad in it as well like what is the damage with some musicians and some people in general that we need some positive reinforcement sometimes to like excel in in those careers you
1: know oh um, well we as humans, I think, even the even the desperately shy people, we need encouragement. Um, we need to have validation for our existence, and um, even in the most damaged people, that we can't uh, receive praise, um, we actually need it to survive. Otherwise, um, it's a, I think, a destitute and kind of. Um, it's it's not a healthy situation um and even the cruelest humans deserve to be encouraged because i believe that it's very easy to be penetrated by depression and um and deep darkness but Mm. the harder thing to uh, the harder thing to get through life is positivity that takes a lot of work um it's attainable um, it's small steps to look at yourself in a more positive way. I think there's um, what we need as artists and journalists and working people that work with others. Um, we need to feel connection. And usually connection is something that's uh, grating, like, fr- fr- like friction between us. What we find meaning or we find something to gain from that. Or we feel uh, aggravated and it's a feeling of being alive, actually. But the more the the more um, successful of the emotions of connection is to feel somehow understood. And um, we as humans, we we want to feel understood because we need some reasoning for us being here. We need the connection. Um, What I would say to artists who need to feel lauded or applauded, um, I think you'll never have enough. So you have to be okay with yourself. You really have to work on yourself and be the most important thing is to be proud of the work ethic that you have and the output that you have. And that's where it begins. Everything else is fluff. Hype is out of your hand. Success is also out of your hand. And there's very little of success that you can control. You just genuinely have to be at ease with yourself and pleased with the the work that you produce and the way that you do it I think that's where it is totally
0: oh my god Wallace you're so in you know what time is already moving I, I could talk to you for <laughs> 17 hours uh, this is <laughs> unbelievable you're amazing uh oh, man. let me ask you a little bit about like marriage equality in a second and um, you know, also all these questions bubble around number one do you think that um you know that in general like the world is like, are we really making progress with all this stuff or is it more just like the companies are changing their logos for a month kind of thing? Like, you know, you've lived in the trenches. You grew up when really it was not cool, not okay. You know, like, do you feel like like in 2022, like it's, it's a really more welcoming place from the core?
1: I think, um, I think that even the trend of corporate companies using the pink dollar to Uh, express themselves even even in as cheap and as uh, performative as we know it is it's still better than them not doing it you know it's still better than not being inclusive it's still better than um, hating uh, and being aggressive and uh, illegalizing homosexuality which is entirely fucking normal let's remind ourselves it is a natural state of existence Uh, you can't choose to be straight you can't choose to be gay but what I will say is in from the advancement of people just regardless if they're going to be arrested or brutalized or killed actually um, it keeps repeating because it's natural it keeps coming up because it's natural we we will not hide away because it's a natural thing we can't hide it actually uh, it keeps coming up because it is like mushrooms, like mycelium. It's life. It's it's life force. It is identity. It's a true thing. So I think uh, the advancement of us humans just being like, actually, it is normal, has led to us to evolve very quickly in so much as that now. I think it's absolutely amazing in my lifetime to see kids being like, actually what is a man or what is a woman and and i don't really feel one or the other i i just want to be fucking i just want to fucking exist
0: right and i
1: want to be and i want to experience um love non- right uh, yeah love basically mm-hmm. um so we've come a long way there will, i believe there'll always be a struggle because some people just can't be loved they they reject us they're allergic mm. and they and therefore we need to um we need to embrace people even more, and we need to uh, allow ourselves to be embraced, and to uh, we need to allow people to express themselves and even search out what what it means to be a human, or be a be a woman, or a man, or non gender, gender fluid, or whatever. Um, we've come a long way. We we've come a long way, and we're still flying. So all you can see is that it comes down to love, really, at the end of the day, doesn't it? You just want to hug your sweetheart in the street. And what's wrong with that? Like, yeah.
0: (laughs) Very well said, Wallace. Let me leave you with this. And I know you have a busy day ahead. Um, Social media. I mean, the other day, uh, Florence Welch of Florence and the Machine, she kind of like publicly posted what the label sent her with, with the new album saying, they're asking me to make a TikTok or else they will not promote my single yeah so you know what is your take on this because you've been prolific for so long like like this whole thing about social media i mean i would think i'm not an artist but i would think it just would take so much juice creative juice to create this content that could be made for an album for an ep where do you fall on this like importance necessity but also like pitfalls of social media nowadays and thank you for your time
1: Wells. oh thank you darling um i personally i i I'm of the school where I quite enjoy social media. I found Mm -hmm. a lot of enjoyment out of it because I've just been myself completely. And I'm okay with myself and being in front of a camera. So I'm lucky. I'm I'm from a lucky background. But those who don't want to do it uh, are faced with labels saying, okay, so you're releasing music, but actually the second most important thing of your identity as a musician is to be uh, active on social media. And you're like, okay, okay. So imagine it's me, a label telling me that. And, and, and then I say, OK, um, so are you going to are you going to give me a person to teach me how to be good on social media? And then the label says, no, we're not. You have to do it yourself. okay so I have to wade through this bullshit and try and figure myself out on my own okay that's fine and then you say all right well then do you do you have a budget for that and they go no we don't have a budget for that either so it's like okay so you want me to do something which is just as important as my music but you're not going to give me guidance and you're not going to give me money for it so it's like right it's um it's Basically, there's that word again, modus operandi of mm-hmm. how I feel that um, labels have treated musicians, especially since Napster came along and free money, free music. Right. Um, It's like, we're not going to guide you, but we want you to be the litmus test. We want you to be the the tastemaker. And then we basically take the mistakes that other musicians have made and basically shove that in uh, and try and throw new artists against the wall and and basically take no risk and just take artists that have made a name for themselves yeah. gathered an audience, and then we'll jump on board. And, and it's, it's um, so I think that uh, it's another side of labels, just treating artists as commodity Um, that the product is not the music. It is the label. Actually, the product is the label. It's not the music. It's not the artist. And the artist is just, pawns to get basically bank bank rolling labels i think um because spotify the music is not about uh the music is not the product the product is spotify for example you know Mm -hmm. um i think there's a lot of beauty to social media and there's a lot of beauty that artists bring to um people who aren't artists be via, like TikTok is a a very primitive, you are exactly who you are. Do not dress, do not show anything other than exactly your thoughts. And that's the kind of the way that it works. Whereas Instagram was, you had to have a a polished look and you have to have this certain look and it has to have have a, a branding. Whereas TikTok, your branding is basically who you are and the more realistic you are, the better it is for everybody. But yeah, who's making the money?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wow, Wallace, you're like a social media expert. If this whole music thing doesn't pan out for you, you know, you you, you got a future here advising companies and stuff. You're amazing. But, uh, but well, yeah,
1: no, it's, a, it's an interesting time to be alive. Yeah. It's, totally. Um, TikTok has become so powerful that it's really interesting to be looking at it also from the outside. I don't have a label pressure in me to do TikToks of course I'm being told to be active and of course I'm taking social media lessons I pay somebody to teach me what to do on social media because it's so important but who are you if you can't afford to pay somebody like god there's youtube channels and shit like that but yeah um we are all a litmus test of ourselves but none of these artists are earning fucking money through tiktok unless you have a very su- a successful way of looking at a, a business mind or somebody to look after you fascinating yeah it is fascinating it's scary fascinating stuff. But it's- it's it it's interesting it's that's a long story though darling that's
0: absolutely it. that's a whole I new haven't theory.
1: even touched the surface and I don't Oh, well it's, any guidance no, I,
0: I, I tell you like after you know next year when, when you're less busy you gotta come back because this was fascinating uh you know you said it all for today I mean hands what an album I mean that dream writing and then pretty oh. lights at the end oh my god we can't wait to hear those <laughs> lives like dream writing like the first time I heard it chills. so oh
1: thank you so much absolutely so very
0: really good. really excited about your your touring coming up and this album and the masses hearing it and uh, thank you so much for your time Wallace. i'm
1: delighted to be here with you thank you my love absolutely thank you very much take thank care you. peace you've been listening to Rod concerts the podcast with jamie rodriguez